Bears hooligan, week 11 coming at you. Bears versus Falcons. Bears lose another close one. Falcons pull it out down in Hotlanta. For some reason, this game really wasn't all that great to me. I mean, it was a close game. Bears put some points on the board. I think they end up with scoring 24, I think. I don't know. I just really never thought for most of the game they were really going to pull it out. I just didn't. I don't know. The D... Still just giving up points here and there. Looked good at times. They had a few, you know, a couple turnovers. Didn't look horrendous, I guess. But still, when you give up 24 points to Marcus Mariota and the Falcons, you kind of suck. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't anything to write home about. Fields, obviously, hurt at the end of the game. I don't think most of the game he was feeling the greatest. He wasn't running like he usually is for a good portion of that game. Looked like he was trying to hold back on it. I don't know if they were telling him to do that or if that was due to a physical issue, but I don't think he was feeling so hot like in his legs. You saw him on the sideline at one point. They had that whatever the hell they call that machine, some type of rub-out machine. Give him the old in in the thighs trying to loosen him up. So he had said, I had heard during the week his... After last week, his thighs were really tight and he was hurting. So, obviously, I think that was still affecting him going into today. So, he wasn't his usual self running the ball. He had a couple decent passes throughout the game. He had that one nice ball to Montgomery late in the game where he thread that along the sideline over the top. Uh, Also had the touchdown to Mooney. Also, though, missed on that, like, 60-yarder to Mooney. That would have been an easy touchdown. Mooney was wide open down the field, just overthrew that. Like, missed it by just this much, but still, that sucked. And he had, like, three or four balls, I feel like, that were going off helmets or getting blocked at the line by uh, defensive linemen, hitting his own linemen in the helmet. Like, I don't know what's with his arm angle, but he throws a lot of balls off helmets, and he's a tall dude. He's, like, 6'3 or 6'4". I don't know why he's he's not Drew Brees back there, a little midget. So he he needs to to work on him getting that ball up and over and, and not hitting linemen or or getting balls blocked by the defense obviously he's still got a lot to work but and then late after the game there's word coming out i didn't see it that he was taken off the field at the end of the game on a cart that they carted him off they're saying that they think uh that that play on the sideline that a shoulder really got hurt there so and getsy's still calling run plays at the end when he's hurt like the season doesn't mean anything like if you've got to sit him for like the rest of the season or a few games then sit him there's no reason in hell Justin Fields should be getting hurt in a bogus garbage season. you got to give him credit, though, because I'm pretty sure he went in that game well under 100%, and the dude gutted it out and played that whole game. He even played the end of the game after that sh- shoulder injury, threw a ball, which was high, but still should have been caught by Montgomery. He went right through his fucking hands. Like, catch the ball. Like, so you can't put this loss on, on Fields. I mean, this loss mainly sits on the defense again. Offensive line was horrendous as well this game, though. The offensive line was terrible. Fields was running for his life back there. Show, uh, Schofield, crap. Just pure crap. Uh, uh, penalties, like just completely missing blocks, not blocking anyone at all. I mean, uh, Jenkins was active, but I guess he was still wasn't 100%. 
put his ass in there. Jenkins at, uh, you know, big red Jenkins at 75% is better than uh, Schofield's old ass at 100%. That dude sucked. It was terrible. I don't want to ever see him in there again if we can avoid it. Uh, and what's his face too? Uh, Pringle. Pringle is bad. Since he's come back and, and started playing on the roster, he is bad. He is not good. There was all these people arguing with in the, uh, in the uh, training camp in the preseason about how shitty their, their wide receivers were going to be this year. And a bunch of people were talking Pringle up like on social media. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Pringle was on that KC roster behind Hill and da-da-da-da. And, you know, so he didn't really get to shine. He's going to shine. No, that dude sucks. He's missing assignments. He's missing balls. He's trash. I'm totally cool with uh, when they get home tonight, they, they send uh, Schofield packing. They send Pringle packing. Tell them to beat it. Hit the road, Jack. Uh, those guys suck. They're not adding anything of value besides a body. Go find another body off the practice squad, somebody young that we see if we can develop in the next few weeks and get rid of these pieces of shit. Uh, all they're doing is getting fields hurt out there. So, so yeah, not a good game. Atlanta sucks. I, I hate that city. Kind of, I kind of wanted us to win this game just because I don't like the city. I'm, I'm cool with uh, – I'm, I'm fine with these every week here. It's a close game. They, they get the loss. But, hey, you know, fields has been developing. We're moving – Onward and upward towards next season, which is what matters. Uh, you know, get a better pick this year, you know, after this season from, from finishing, you know, poorly. But for some reason, this game, I kind of did want him to pull it out for a bit. I just don't like the city of Atlanta. I went there to see a game, I don't know what it was, over a decade now. It wasn't at this new stadium, it was at the old stadium. Went to see it with a former friend, a buddy of mine that I don't talk to anymore for reasons we won't get into on the podcast, but we'll just say he's kind of soft. Anyway, uh, we went down to watch a game, took a road trip down, stopped in Nashville, and then went down to Atlanta. Boring-ass trip anyway. Like, I would have never made that road trip with that person again. I was so bored, both the stops. It was just a lame trip. But the cool thing was when we got to Atlanta, um, I guess down in Georgia, uh, they're they're like them bulldogs. They don't like the Falcons. So nobody goes to the games. So we uh, scalped tickets. We didn't have tickets going into it. We didn't scalp tickets. We got tickets off like Craigslist or something when we got down there. We thought it was a scam. Uh, And I think we we bartered with the guy a little bit, but ended up getting two tickets. It was on like the 45, 48-yard line. First row behind the Bears bench. Not bullshitting. For like 225 Maybe 250 max, but I feel like it was like 225 or even maybe 200. It was like a crazy deal, and we thought this guy was completely scamming us. So we met up with him. Uh, we like looked at his driver's license, like all this shit. He was saying he's actually a Bears fan. He doesn't mind giving us a good deal. He just didn't want to get stuck with him. And then when we went to the game, the place was empty. I, I could see why we got him for so cheap. And all the fans down there were obnoxious. They were, weren't even like wearing. Falcons gear. Most of them are wearing like Georgia Bulldog stuff, and they're cheering against other players, not not because they play for the Bears and they're playing against the Falcons, because of whatever their college affiliate was, whoever they played for at college. For example, that's when Greg Olson was still on the Bears, G Reg, and uh, and they were riding G Reg. I don't where'd he go, Miami? I guess that must be a rival with Georgia. I don't know. I don't follow college football at all. I find it obnoxious. 
Uh, the college I went to, the football team was crap. We just went and tailgated, and that was about it. It was shit. So I just never got into college football ever. And so anyway, they're like the opposite down there. They don't really like professional sports. They love college sports. So the whole time they're like hollering at, at Greg Holston on the sideline for stuff to do with college. Like, you suck. Miami Hurricanes stink. You blow. And it's all just like stupid gibberish because they're like, yo, you stink. You know, wow. I'm just talking crazy hillbilly gibberish that nobody can even understand. And it's all about college sports. It has nothing to do with this game that's going on in front of us. And, uh, and, and Olsen was, was getting pissed, though. You could see it on his face. Because, like I said, legit, we were in the first row. And these people are yelling. And there were some people in the first row, second row, third row, that were all, like, yelling at him. And he was getting pissed off. He scored a touchdown in that game. He came back after scoring the touchdown, ran over to the sideline, and was, like, like yelling at him, like, how you like that? How you like that? Eat that shit. You know, screaming at him. And me and the buddy I was with, we're going crazy. We're in like Bears gear. We're in Bears jerseys. We're screaming, yeah, G-Rag. Fuck him, G-Rag. And we got our arms down. And he comes over and hits us, uh, slaps us both high fives because we're screaming for him. And we're like the only Bears fans in the area right there. And uh, and just a bunch of hillbillies hollering nonsense at him about college sports. <laughs> so that's what I think of Georgia. And the city itself sucked. Like after that, it was that was a Sunday night game, I'm pretty sure. And after that game was over, we walk out of the stadium, and me and my buddy had had, had a game plan to go actually to uh, Magic City. I'm a big outcast guy, about the only good thing to ever come out of Atlanta, and always heard them back in the day, like in high school and, and stuff, rapping about Magic City. So I wanted to go to Magic City, and the buddy of mine that was with me, he's into like thick ladies. He's into uh, uh, ladies of color that are thick. So we had went to Hooters because it was near our hotel like early in the day uh, before the game. And all the women in that place were all uh, black, like good looking women, thick. And that got him excited. And he's like, oh, we need to go to the strip club tonight. And he's kind of a boring dude somewhat. Can be a dud. Can be fun too sometimes, but he can be a monster dud if you get him in a, in a mood. He's one of those temperamental guys. And uh, I was down. I was like, fuck yeah, we'll definitely go in tonight. Let's hit that up. Always want it. We're going to Magic City. That's where I want to go. So anyway, so game's over. Bears lose. We're walking, and uh, I'm like, all right, because I knew, like, it's out of town. I think, I think it might be in a bad part of the area. I don't know. You got to call a cab. All the strip clubs aren't, aren't like, downtown. You got to call a cab, and you got to go somewhere. So I was talking about getting a cab after we got away from the stadium, and he was just being Debbie Downer. Like, oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't, I'm not in the mood for that anymore. Like, he wanted to take his ball and go home because the Bears lost and he was all crabby and life stinks. And so I'm like, oh, my God. So we're walking then trying to find a bar or something. And there's, like, a cop at an intersection, like, you know, uh, moving people along, coming out of the game, whatever. And we go up to him and say, hey, man, you know, what's a, what's a spot to go to around here? You know, we're staying over at the Hilton or whatever, anywhere between here and there, good spot to stop. And he starts laughing. You boys are in the Bible Belt. It's like 10 or 11, 11 at night. Ain't nothing open on a Sunday at 11? Uh, you know, something like that. And we're like, what? Are you kidding us? There's nothing open? And he's like, there ain't nothing open, boys. And so then I'm like, oh, my God. So then I start getting all crabby and whiny. I'm like, this sucks. We're not going drinking anywhere. So we're just like walking around downtown trying to find somewhere to even eat, like a restaurant open. And there's just like nothing open. And then we happen to spot as we're walking, literally probably for over 30 minutes, we're walking around. 
we happen to spot a bunch of people going into some business and there's neon lights on. So we're like, well, let's check that out. So we walk over. There was bar signs in the windows. We walk in. It's like a pool hall or something. It's a bar, but there's like a bunch of pool tables and stuff too. People are drinking. I don't know if we're in a bad part of town or not. It was a mixed crowd in there, um, but it was pretty busy. So we drank there for quite a while. It was nothing fantastic, but that was my experience in Atlanta. And before the game, too, after Hooters, before the game, we had went to some part of Atlanta, I think called like the underground. It, it looked like it might be cool. It was like this subterranean place with like bars and stuff and restaurants and, and there was nobody out you know it was probably like whatever like one two three in the afternoon on a sunday i guess they don't like to day drink on a nice sunday in atlanta because there was like nobody we're, we're like a couple of the bars were open down there not all of them and we're like the only people drinking down there it was just the whole experience of the city was lame and then some dude we walked out of that underground uh i don't know if we were going back to a hotel to get ready for the game or what we were doing to go to another bar but we walked out still daylight out and some crazy white dude in like a suit looked all disheveled comes running up to us and my other buddy that was I me mean, was a white guy as am i and he uh and he's like uh hey it's good to see two white fine white upstanding gentlemen on the streets of this here city and we're like oh yeah and as soon as he said that we're like what the fuck's this guy want yeah what do you need man He's like, I just got robbed by a couple. And then he uses a, a slur. Uh, and I need some help, boys. They ought to get me down here. You know, and he's dropping a bunch of slurs and he's saying a bunch of nasty shit. And we're just like, nah, man, beat it. We ain't giving you shit. Like, you're full of shit with your story and you're, you're, you're fucking talking like you're in the Ku Klux Klan. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, this, the whole vibe of that city sucks. It's just a bunch of racists. It's a bunch of fucking criminals. And the whole city's just trash. It hasn't been good since they stopped Freaknik back in whenever that ended. Freak, Freaknik looked like it was the shit back in the day. People just jumping up on cars, shaking fat asses. It did look like a good time. And then you go to Magic City, which I've still never been to and probably won't because I don't plan on ever visiting that city again. Even driving through that city. If you're making a road trip going to like Florida and you got to drive past Atlanta, it sucks. It, that, that city just sucks going to it and it sucks driving around it. Like, sucks. That's why just the whole state of Georgia, like, I can do without Georgia. On road trips uh, or in life, Georgia sucks. It, it's a worthless, worthless area. Their, their football team sucks. So I am upset that Bears lost to him today. And that looks like Fields might be hurt. I don't, I don't think the prognosis is going to be good. I think he's definitely going to miss some time. And I'm fine with that. Sit him down. He's proved what we need to see. You know, if we can get back out there 100% healthy, get him back out there. But if he's not 100%, don't, don't. Risk it. It's not worth it. Getsy's game plan today was, was kind of trash. I didn't like what Getsy was doing tonight. Especially after it was obviously he was hurt. Like, you're still calling runs. Like, what are you doing? Either give him a throw the ball or pull him. It's not worth it. You, you, they're 3-8 and eight now. They're not going anywhere. They're at the bottom of the division. I got an argument with so many people before this season started about where the Bears were going to finish. Uh, I had said... I projected three to six wins, and I thought more towards three. But I gave, did give myself a window, three to six. And they are at three wins. And there is a chance they do not win another game the rest of the season, especially if Fields goes out. Fields goes out, they're done. Because he's cleaning up you know, like a lot of those problems with the offensive line. I know he's holding the ball long at times, but that, that offensive line is complete trash. It's okay in the run game. It is trash pass protection. It is terrible. And, uh, like, like, the only two people that should still be on that line come next year 
are Whitehair and Jenkins are the only two members of that offensive line that should be around next year. I mean, maybe Borum, keep him around, but I, I'd rather see somebody else start at right tackle and Borum play a role, you know, uh, as a reserve. Um, but everyone else, like uh, Braxton Jones, I don't know, see what happens. I'd rather him also be a reserve. He's not that great. Braxton Jones is nothing special. I mean, for a fifth rounder, sixth rounder, whatever he is to come in and do what he's doing, better than, than you'd expect because it could be a lot worse, but he's still not. He's not great. And Schofield sucks. Uh, what's his face at center? Mustafer is pure trash. That dude is a bum. Uh, if I never see Mustafer in a Bears roster again, I'm a happy camper. And what's his face? Lucas Patrick. He's been nothing special. He's supposed to be the try-hard guy, that great teammate, and, and you know, was a backup in Green Bay, but but he's got the thing stuff to be a starter in. He's got a relationship with Getzy. He sucks. Like, I, I, he's hurt now, but, but he has done shit. He sucks. So they got a lot of – Poles has got a lot of work to do on that old line, and he's supposed to be the under, under, you know, underground guru for the old line. He gets all the – you know, he knows what's going down since he was a former failed old lineman. So he, he better get his ass in gear and fix that old line for next season or at least it make it halfway decent because it is trash. It's pure garbage. Uh, Jenkins is good, if he, but the problem with him, the dude is injury prone too. I mean, he's a ginger. Can't really ever trust a ginger when it comes to injuries because they're very brittle. When you don't have a soul, that makes your body and your bones soft. He's got a bad back. It all ties into that ginger, that all the, those genes, not good. But anyway, I mean, he's, he's good for at least a, couple, a year or two, hopefully. So, yeah, Jenkins in, in uh, white hair, that's it. Everyone else, see ya. I mean, there's just so much work to do on this team. Like, they have potential just because of Fields. That's it. Fields, you keep Fields, you keep Mooney, you keep Claypool. Um, you know, running back's fine for now. I'm sure they're going to make some offseason picks because Montgomery will be gone after this, but that's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, defensive side, they've got a lot of work to do. Gordon got hurt today, and, and he made a couple. He gave up a TD. I don't know. That dude's he makes a play here and there, and then he fucks up here and there. So I don't know if that's just, you know, give him time because he's a rookie or if he's a bust. But uh, Brisker seems to be the real deal. I mean, he makes a couple rookie mistakes here and there, but he makes up for that big time on, on what he does on the field. So uh, Brisker, definitely a plus. Gordon, yeah, I'd say he's – we'll see. I don't, I don't know. For where he was drafted, he hasn't played up to his potential as of yet. So hopefully next year he comes after a full off season. And uh, he comes to play, and he shows what he's made of. But, but yeah, that's about it for this week. Uh, you know, letdown in Atlanta. Like I said, usually going that city is always a letdown. They kept all of our social media today showing this, the, all these Bears fans that went there dressed up as uh, it was all over social media. Even like uh, like NFL was retweeting and all these guys. Some picture, ten to fifteen guys at a bachelor party all dressed up in that Dicka you know outfit with the sweater and the mustache, slick back hair. And it is funny. But my question is, why are you going to Atlanta for a bachelor party? Obviously, they're Bears fans, so I'm guessing they came from Chicago. So they flew out there. You flew down to Atlanta for a bachelor party? Unless maybe this is like a road trip bachelor party and you're on your way to Florida or somewhere better. I don't know who goes to Atlanta for a bachelor party. Unless, again, it was back in the day when Freaknik was going down. Because other than that, there ain't nothing going down in Atlanta. That city sucks. It is a dud. I don't care how good uh, Magic City is. You know, I missed it. 
maybe it's a sweet, sweet time, but I don't think it's worthwhile going to Atlanta for a bachelor party. So cool pick, uh, cool idea, but, but you should have done it somewhere else on the road. Not, not Atlanta. I would have done that trip somewhere else, but yeah, anyway, uh, what a letdown. Bears get another loss, which not a big deal. Like I said, I'm, I'm fine with the losses pile up. I'm fine if they don't win another game. I'd, I would like them to beat the Packers, uh, their next game with the Packers. But besides that, lose everything else out. Cool, and hopefully get like top three to top five pick at the at, you know at the worst, and uh, and hopefully polls again works that sweet sweet magic and the guy's the right man for the job. So we'll see what happens. Uh, so we'll talk to you next week. Bear down, keep it real out in the streets. Bears hooligans.